the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Battling COVID fatigue. If you look at the different phases of an outbreak from the bottom up, we're never going to eradicate this. We've only eradicated one virus, and that's smallpox. Elimination may be too aspirational. While many brace for another round of government intervention. I do think we're going to need more mandates. We've tried everything else. We've tried educating people. We've reduced the price to zero. We've tried incentives. We've made it readily available. Uh, We're going to need mandates. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, December 21st. I'm Rich Thomason. It's not the news we'd like to hear, another milestone in the COVID-19 pandemic. U.S. health officials said Monday the Omicron variant has become the dominant version of the coronavirus in the United States. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says the Omicron variant accounted for 73 percent of new infections in the U.S. last week. That's a nearly six-fold increase in Omicron's share of infections in just one week. At the White House, Press Secretary Jen Psaki previewed President Joe Biden's address to the nation scheduled for Tuesday. This is not a speech about locking the country down. This is a speech Uh, outlining and being direct and clear with the American people about the benefits of being vaccinated. In some parts of the country, Omicron now accounts for an estimated 90 percent of new infections. I'm Mike Gracia. Talking lockdowns, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, who hopes they will not be necessary. Our goal is to not let anything shut down. If individual businesses and, and venues, event venues, have their own challenges because members of Uh, Their patrons or their staff have tested positive. They will certainly do the right thing, and we understand that. But overall, we are avoiding a government shutdown because we now have the tools available to all of us. Vaccination, booster shots, masks. And Hochul says kids will still be in the classrooms. We are keeping our schools open. Let me repeat that. We are keeping schools open because we're dealing with a very different variant at this time We believe that it's critically important that our children not end up in that same situation they were for so many months when they were so displaced from their normal environment. All of this reminds this woman of where we were a year ago. It definitely feels like that first wave of the pandemic with that anxiety, all these long lines around the city, people getting tested, um, exams are getting canceled for people in grad school like myself. So it kind of feels like that early part of the pandemic where we didn't really know what was happening, but we do know what's happening. We have vaccines, we have masks, we know how to keep ourselves safe. This guy says while he has taken all the precautions, he still wants to get a test before heading out for the holiday. I think we've all been affected. As a New Yorker, we're trying to take every single precaution that we can. Um, got double vax boosted, regular testing. I am planning to travel for the holidays, but depending on the result of this test, I'll probably stay put in New York. This visitor from the UK waiting in line at a testing site in Times Square before hopefully boarding a flight home. Yeah, so we've obviously got to get a negative um, antigen test to get on our flight. It can be PCR or antigen, but antigen ones are quicker. Um, and our flight's in a couple of hours, but the queue's so long, we're just hoping that it is negative. If it's not, we don't know what we're going to do. 
So it does, does make us anxious. Meanwhile, Moderna says that its vaccine should offer protection against Omicron. The drug maker says lab tests showed the half-dose booster shot increases by 37 times the level of so-called neutralizing antibodies able to fight Omicron. And a full-dose booster was even stronger, triggering an 83-fold jump in antibody levels, although with an increase in the usual side effects, according to the company. While half-dose shots are being used for most Moderna boosters, a full-dose third shot has been recommended for people with weakened immune systems. I'm Julie Walker. And President Biden will address the nation today, rolling out a so-called winter plan aimed at combating the virus. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki defending the president against critics who ask, why'd he wait so long? He has been candid and he has been direct uh, as he's provided updates to the American public throughout uh, on uh, on uh, our steps to address what we know is an unpredictable virus uh, and a once and our fight against a once in a generation pandemic. She says the president will underscore the importance of getting vaccinated. Well vaccinated individuals get COVID due to the highly transmissible nature of Omicron, their cases will likely be mild or asymptomatic. We continue to see and our health experts assess that you're 14 times more likely to die of COVID if you have not been vaccinated versus vaccinated. And Mr. Biden expected to paint a fairly gloomy picture for those who refuse the jab. For those who choose to remain unvaccinated, he'll issue a stark warning and make clear unvaccinated individuals will continue to drive hospitalizations and deaths. That is not trying to scare people, or maybe it is trying to make clear to people in the country what the risks are here of not being vaccinated. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett tells us there has been no change in the direction of the president's approval rating this week. The Rasmussen Report's daily presidential tracking poll from Monday shows that 41% of likely U.S. voters approve of President Biden's job performance, 57% disapprove. The latest figures include 20% who strongly approve of the job Mr. Biden is doing and 47% who strongly disapprove. This gives him a presidential approval rating of negative 27. At this point in his presidency, former President Trump had an approval rating of 43%, two points higher than President Biden. A lot of Americans insist they will travel for the holiday despite the spread of the Omicron variant. More than 109 million Americans will travel for the holidays, according to the AAA. That's about 34% more than last year. That means the number of travelers this holiday season is almost equal to 2019 levels. Most everybody will go by car, but airlines are seeing a big boost in the number of passengers, a 184% increase, says the AAA. Ticket prices for Christmas week are up 5%. Car rentals have increased an average of 20%. And although gas prices have been falling, gas is $3.31 a gallon today. Last year, it was about $1.09 cheaper. I'm Rita Foley. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says Omicron should be a consideration if you plan on heading across the pond. We've got cases of Omicron surging across the country now. We've got hospitalizations uh, rising quite steeply in, uh, in London. No new restrictions in the UK, at least for now. Unfortunately, I must say to people, we, we will have to reserve the, the possibility of taking further action to, to protect the public uh, and to protect public health, to protect uh, our NHS. 
and we won't hesitate to, to take that action. Daybreak Insider's Jason Walker says that for many Americans, it's not just COVID that's a concern this Christmas. The government's report last week that consumer prices jumped 6.8% over the past year showed that some of the largest spikes have been for necessities, food, energy, housing, and more. Rising prices are changing shopping habits for many Americans, but for low-income households, it means making tough choices like either putting food on the table or having to drastically scale back Christmas presents for the kids. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says that 35 Navy sailors suing the Pentagon over the military vaccine mandate are getting some support from Capitol Hill. Nine senators have joined 38 House Republicans in filing an amicus brief in support of a lawsuit that seeks to enjoin the Pentagon from enforcing its mandate on the basis the rule violates religious freedoms. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said in announcing the mandate in August, each branch could set its own deadline. The Navy set a November 28th deadline for active duty personnel, December 28th for reservists. It now says it's ready to begin discharging sailors who refuse the vaccine. Respondent Mike Rossio says a Democrat-controlled committee investigating the U.S. Capitol riot wants to hear from a lawmaker, not surprisingly a Republican. The House panel has requested an interview with a member of Congress. The panel has sent a letter to Republican Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, saying it has received evidence from multiple witnesses that Perry had an important role in efforts to install Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark as acting attorney general. It's the first time the committee has requested an interview with a sitting member of Congress, marking a new phase in the investigation. Perry was among a group of congressional Republicans who met with President Trump ahead of the attack in a strategy session on how to block the election results at the January 6th electoral count. And finally this morning, some big city New Year's celebrations will look quite different this year. The party planned for Grand Park in downtown Los Angeles will now be virtual due to the recent increase in COVID-19 cases in L.A. County. Organizers originally planned to have an invite-only audience of L.A. County frontline workers and first responders. As for the big celebration still on in the Big Apple, Tom Harris is the president of the Times Square Alliance. We are working very closely with Mayor de Blasio, with the Office of Citywide Events, and with the other city agencies to find a way uh, to safely and responsibly have New Year's Eve in Times Square. And Mayor de Blasio has said that a decision will be made by this Saturday, which is Christmas Day. I'm Shelley Adler. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.